This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today and bet 10 bucks to get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. PropSwap, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 of bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Manscaped, it's the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. And Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15K on one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com and go get started today. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, DGens, welcome back. For the bets, props, pick show for the Genesis, it's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of God himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, you're up past your bedtime. You ready, baby? I am, uh, but I'm doing this without any five-hour uh, energy and vodka shots. Right. So I just got my trusty water here. No, I'm good. I mean, listen, anytime I talk golf, I'm always energized. So right we're ready to go. We took a nice break. Yep. Uh, we got my nicotine. Go- yep. Chatted about some bullshit. That can't yep. make the air. And, nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. And uh, we're good to go. So I guess in the – I mean, usually when we do this show, we have like 24 hours to kind of marinate over with Topo with DFS. Now we've had 15 minutes. Has anything come to your mind in that 15 minutes? No, other than uh, other than going out to my porch and smoking a cigarette and live bed and see well. All right. Was, there you go. <laughs> Glad I could do that for you, buddy. We'll go over – we'll quickly recap again who we uh, bet outright. But uh, yeah. first, well, while we get to my big short, and uh, we, we, didn't got- talk about, we didn't talk about this guy um, on the DFS show. I was kind of saving it for this. Like, it's not a huge short because I've – first, I've been burned a lot by trying to short Hideki Matsuno. He's kind of been my nemesis this year between ruining my outright at the Sony. I tried shorting him last week. I think I faded him a match, but that didn't go out you know, very well for me. Uh, I think it was Amatori. That didn't work. He's kind of been yo-yoing back and forth, and it's kind of been had to do with a putter. He had a big putting week last week. I don't think that's going to happen two weeks in a row. And I just kind of see, like, at his price point, he's above $10,000. Like, if he's kind of getting, like, a T20, T23, you're not going to be too thrilled. So, especially not only 120-person field. So, he's that big short. I think he's going to finish outside the top 20 and uh, disappoint a little bit, especially because he's drawing a lot of ownership. Yeah, listen, I'm fine with it. I think uh, I was on... I had Kirsten's show last week, and he was yes. like, what if, what if he's just a good putter now? And I was like, Kentucky is not a good putter now. That's, you just don't all of a sudden become a good putter. Like, I don't know. No, I, I – well, I mean, Jason Kokrak was a good putter. He became one. Yes, he was never as bad as a decky, though, was he? I don't I still need to – I still need to see it with this guy. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Listen, okay. And, and the matchups look good, too, to start. He did not get off to a good start fucking last week. No. Yeah. No, he didn't. Which he was like plus whatever. three. He was like plus three through four. I was like, ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then it really turned around. It wasn't great for your boy. So, <laughs> you, that, had a good, you had a good weekend. No, I had a good week. I, I we'll talk about matchups in a little bit. Uh, I have, I guess, some of the. I need to address the audience with that. It hasn't been too great. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, we get the weather. Quick weather report too. I mean, look, it's Southern California. I mean, usually when you look at this event. 
You worry about wind. You worry about maybe some fog. We're going to get none of that this week, it looks like. Maybe wind can be bothersome on Thursday afternoon and Friday afternoon. But overall, like, like we've seen a lot worse weather conditions. Like last year when it was – they got a, a derecho, I think, wind uh-huh. storm. And it was like 50-mile-per-hour winds. They had to shut down the third round, which kind of sucked. Was this – this wasn't the one where Keegan's ball blew backwards. Yeah, it? last year was the one that Keegan. What? <laughs> yeah, where he putted off the green. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was yeah, and, that and was then, it. Yeah, yeah. And then they shut it down, right? And then that, they shut it like, down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, listen, that's just Keegan Bradley. He could do that in five oh, mile per hour. Oh, right. Easy. Oh, well, you know it's true. So, so I'm actually kind of happy there, there won't be a nonsense weather delay this time. So, and I mean, Rivera is still going to play difficult. It's going to play really firm. It hasn't rained. Um, you know, I, I think the winning score probably will be close to 15 under. I think kind of what we saw at Tory, but that's still pretty challenging. There's going to be blow up holes. It's going to be entertaining to watch. And it's Riviera. Like it's, it's a joy to watch. So it could be kick back. What's that? It could be like 11. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that too, but I, I think just it's, it's going to be really good weather conditions. I think maybe, and these guys are really good now. Uh, it won't be like I think somebody won it like six under one year. It won't no, be that. that. That was like uh, that. Who won that year? Was that Scott? No, Scott didn't win it. Did no, I f- I forget. And, and, you know what? It was James Hahn. Oh, yeah. I think he's. I think that was when he won in a playoff. So, nice. yeah. But uh, no, I think it's gonna be a joy to watch. I love watching this tournament and uh, gonna look forward to hopefully a lot of our bets cashing. So why don't we take another quick break and then uh, we'll start getting into it. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, if you guys are going to make bets on this, you guys got to go to WinBet. It's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Louisiana, and New York. We're bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So you guys got to be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern during WinBet Win Hour. The marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet to give you a larger payout opportunity. So go sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 10 bucks to win 200. So download Bet Win and download the WinBet app. Or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Mute. Mute. Oh. I actually that I clicked on you and it didn't mute. I apologize. So we just talked about this about twenty minutes ago. Why don't we quickly recap who we're on for outrights? I guess I'll go first. Um so my two phone I had two fumble bets. I got a I just snapped a leashman at seventy that's no longer there. I gave an explanation about why I was on Xander Schaffle. I feel like a schmuck, but I gotta see this through. I said he was gonna win either Phoenix, Tory Pines, or here. I'm just gonna see it through. His number's drifting, I kinda like that. Uh, the real ones, if you want to fill out your card competently and not pick losers like uh, those, like Sander. <laughs> um, uh, Rory at 22, I think anytime you see a two in front of him, it's good. And if he, you know, a couple of shots go his way, he's won three out of the last four, and he's 10 to one this week, not 22. Uh, I really like the 41 range this week. I like Sung JM. I like Jordan Speed. I like Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, if you want to go listen to why I like all those guys, you can go listen to the show. And then a couple uh, long shots I like. Joaquin Nino, although I've seen him dip down into the 50-to-1 range now. I think he's a lot of steam, but I grabbed him a great number at 70. 
I just I think he's a forgotten young gun that there's a lot of things I like going his way as far as good ball striking. I see him do well on firm golf course, do well at Torrey Pines. Could we go, go? I'm good with that. And then I swayed you on Siwoo Kim. I was mm-hmm. starting to get this itch last year about him. Like he's doing kind of similar things and the results and ball striking and all that stuff, you know, when he before he won last year. I'm kind of seeing similar things this year. His course history is really, really, really dicey at the Riviera, but he does have a top five finish here. But I know he can at least have some sort of high ceiling, and I'm just got a funny feeling he's going to be relevant this week. And he was 100 to one, so I picked him. Fuck yeah, I love it. Yeah, so uh, you uh, you immediately said it, and I immediately started looking for odds. So I also grabbed Siwoo. Uh, I got DJ at 18. Um, I got Spieth at shocking the worst number at 35. Uh, I'm on Leishman as well. Uh, and I got Morikawa at a stupid 30 to one number, but I was still would have bet him at 20 to one. Um, is he still at 20 anywhere? He's like, he's like 18 to one now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so those are my guys for now. I'll probably add one. Um, maybe two more somewhere in the middle. I yeah. Know. I think, I think you should. The mid tier has been hitting at this tournament a lot. Like, I, know. I don't think anyone under, I think DJ was the biggest favorite, like 10 to one, but like otherwise it's been like, I think Bubba was 25 when he won a couple of years ago. Homo was 50 last year. Um, JB Homo was like 150 to one. Yeah, yeah, bombs. Yeah, but I think Bubba was like a 30 again when he won. Adam Scott was 35. Yeah, like, like, kind of like, I really like the mid tier range this year. Yeah. There's a lot of good value. I had a hard time kind of narrowing down because I wanted to bet all of them. Yeah, I know. And then uh, we said on the last show, we both FOMO bet uh, Will Z just because the rest of the community's on him, and I didn't want to miss it. So that was a good number, 35, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've had a bad track record of looking at a guy and saying, I don't think you can make enough putts, and then they end up making enough putts. Hello, Luke List. Hello, Tom (laughs) Hoogie. So I just decided to just do it. Yeah, fuck it. But I I think – I think people are playing a dangerous game with him because he is such a huge liability on the greens. Oh, yeah. And I know he lost strokes putting at the Amex and Torrey. He just went absolutely out of his mind with the ball striking. Can he do it three weeks in a row? It's tough, but yeah. we'll see. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we get the matchups. So we're going to go through and pick three matchups and then maybe, uh, you know, if we got a couple of bonus ones, we talk about that. So Boston Capper, why don't you go first? What's your first matchup of the week that you're on? So the first matchup is I'm taking Xander over Scheffler. Okay. I think Xander, obviously good form, doesn't necessarily have to close for this. Uh, decent course history here. Scotty coming off his first win. Literally, that's it. Fading and it's fucking minus 110. Same on either side. I feel like it's, it's, it's the spot play, right? It's like playing the number, not the team. Like, I'm doing that. Give me okay. Xander, Xander over Scotty. Yeah, I mean, Xander's got a really good floor here. I think his low finish is T23 and four uh, yeah. appearances, so I like that. Uh, so my first matchup is I, I talk about this at the DFS show about why Brooks Kepka does not like Riviera or just in general Kakuya Grass. He has a hard time getting good contact on it. He feels like it's a little too spinny for him. Um, that's why his best finish is only T38. And I'm really high on Jordan Speed this week. Oh. I, I think this is going to be a Good week for him. I think he's going to be relevant and in the mix. So I got him minus one ten over Brooks Kepka. Uh, I think Spieth is going to definitely. I think he's going to finish at least in the top fifteen. And Kepka, I think he's going to be kind of in an also, you know, an also ramp pretty much. So love it. That's my first matchup. All right, what do you want? I'm stealing that if I can find it. Um, oh yeah, you should. That's a pretty common one. Okay. The um, 
All right. So the next one, so I got a bunch, right? So, but the next one I'm going to go to is I know he, he started to play a little better, but his core sister here is not good. And that's Corey Connors. So I'm going to take Abe answer over him, who I feel like is in better form, has a slightly better course history here. Um, yeah, man, I, I just, there's something wrong with, with Connors. He's not good here. He can't putt and he's not necessarily good around the green. So I'm taking Connors and I'm getting even money. Uh, answer over Connors. Okay. All right. I actually don't like answer and I okay. have him against another guy in a matchup later, but it's not Connors. Okay. So I, I, I actually think Connors and answer right now are kind of similar. Same boat. Yeah. Connors yeah. did better than you give him credit for. He actually rallied last he week. Did. He did. He had a, I, I had a, I was sweating a top 20 for him, and he looked like he was going to get there. And then the he, cu- yeah, he looked like he was going to miss the cut on the first yeah. day. No, and then he <laughs> rallied. Um, he was inside the top 20 for most of the weekend, and then he just punted on Sunday. But, no, you're right. I mean, anytime you get a guy who struggles on and around the greens here, it's it's a recipe for disaster. And, I mean, Answer kind of is doing that too, but we'll talk about him in a little bit. Okay. I don't mind that. And Answer was the underdog in that matchup? Yeah. yeah. I don't mind that at all. All right, so my next matchup is I just made my big short, Hideki Matsuyama. I think I don't think he's going to gain all of that, a ton of strokes putting two weeks in a row. And even so, the line on it I just think is kind of crooked. It's Rory McIlroy plus 105 against Hideki, and I just think it should be a coin flip. So, yeah, so, I mean, listen, I'm really high on Rory this week. Obviously, I bet him outright. They're pretty much doing similar stuff over the last five tournaments. So, I mean, they're both been really good, and I'm just going to take the guy who's an underdog, and I think there's a little bit of regression with Hideki coming this week. So that's my second matchup. Yeah, like All it. right, what's your third matchup? All right, so I told you I, there's something wrong on the last, but I, I told you that there's something wrong with Fino. Like I said, I know he thinks, uh, I know, uh, you know, he, he did better on Friday. Um I don't really care. I, I just look at him. And I just think there's something wrong here. I know he's got a good course history here, but I'm going to take somebody who's in better form who also has good course history here. I'm uh, going Bubba over Finau, um, and it's basically even. It's minus 110 on each side. Um, I think you know, lefties obviously play well here. Um, he's won twice. Um, this is a, what do they call it? Like a shot shaper course, right? Somebody who, who can move the ball uh, each way, takes imagination around the greens. Um, Bubba Watson has a great three-putt avoidance, so give me Bubba over Fino. Okay. All right, so I previewed that my third matchup was going to fade Abe Answer. I don't like what I'm seeing out of him. He was really, really flat last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had him, I think, in a matchup against Taylor Goosh, and there was every opportunity on Sunday for Answer to go beat him, oh. and he just didn't. And I think with a guy like Answer, the fact that because he drives it so straight and putting in the fairway at Phoenix was a big premium, the fact he couldn't do well there. And now we go to a golf course where everybody's missing fairways, where I think his that advantage goes away because it's going to be hard for him to keep in the fairway. He's awful around the greens, and he's really struggling with the putter. I don't like that combo. The problem was I could not find a decent dance partner for him. Mm. all week. I had to settle on Kevin Na, and I had to eat a lot of juice for it. I don't love it. I love that either. But, I, again, I didn't love the matchups this week. Maybe, And I think that's that's another thing I want to talk about, too. Yeah, I haven't been very good with matchups this year. 
I don't really know what's going on. I don't think my process has changed. I don't know if I'm just not seeing the that the that part of the board very well because everything else is going well. Right. Matchups, I'm struggling to hit like more than fifty percent a week. Do you think that article fucked you up a little bit? Maybe you're not being as aggressive on the first and second. The article that you wrote. No, so so third round, I've been killing it. The pre-tournament stuff. No. I'm not really sure what's going on. Maybe yeah. I need to just abandon it. So I've been trying to do that strategy of taking like little underdogs or just like I don't know, not trying to eat too much juice on a pre yeah. you know a pre-tournament favorite, but I don't know. So, so I mean that that's basically what I did last year, right? I was always lighter on the pre-tournament stuff. I always went heavy on the rounds. Always, yeah. right? You used to scold me for my stupid first round matchups, right? Just whatever, get lucky and I'd be fine. Um, but I've done, I've done more tournament long matchups this year and I mean, it's been fine. I mean, it's not like two for two, so it's probably closer to like the 65% range. Okay. So I would say just keep, keep doing what you did last year. Like whatever. It's the same shit, man. Fuck okay. it. Yeah, don't 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 back off of it. Don't yeah, my comments my comments a little round for pre-tournament stuff. I'm just gonna what, what, fully be transparent and yeah, vulnerable that's fine. right now. Oh, uh, wow. Round three stuff I've been doing well though, so I don't really have any cause concern there. I think I nailed that that part of the article, but I mean okay. I think just overall though, like I think at least for me, it seemed like the books did a good job comparing guys I really don't like together and guys who I like together. They're getting yeah. a little smarter with it. Yeah, and, and they're going to get better at it right now, too, because what do they got together? The NBA, NHL is on a pause for another week. And there's, basically more, there's more attention focused. There's more attention on the golf, right? So the lines are going to get sharper. It's just the way it is. Okay. Um, but you're right. I, but, like, I, I hate scrolling through the matchups. I'm like, you fucker. You fucker. I was like, I don't want to play him against that. Anybody you match him up against. It makes me fucking mad. Right. So, yeah. so, I mean, listen, I don't love I'm paying all that juice for Kevin. Uh, I do like him for this golf course, and he is actually playing pretty good going back to last fall. And he's one of those guys that, A, just has a lot of good course history here, and B, he's just a wizard on and around the greens. I'm looking for that this week, and answer just doesn't have it. So I don't have Kevin on anywhere else. I don't have him in positional. Maybe this is one where answer just misses the cut, and then Nas squeaks in and it cashes. Nice. Listen, okay, do, you have any, uh, do, you have, do you have anything else? Or? Yeah, so I want to uh, – so so I, I got your boy, Fitz, because uh, I don't have him – I got him in one other spot. Um, but over Adam Scott. Uh, oh, because Adam Scott's mushed this week. Right, but not only just because of that. He did not play well on Sunday at he all. He didn't, but he plays really good here. I mean, that was his okay. first time at but so does fit. So does Fitz. That's true. So does we'll Fitz. will give you that. And I'm getting even money against Scott. Okay, that's a good line. Yeah, it's a good line. I believe in Fitz. I don't necessarily believe in Scott. I've said it uh, ten times or if I said it a thousand times. He terrifies me. When he's standing over a, a, a six foot putt, I, I'm confident with a 40 foot putt, but a fucking six foot putt from fucking Adam Scott, I'm like, he's going to fucking miss it. He's going to miss it. He just did it on the false swing, didn't he? He just missed, he missed the, uh, where the fuck was that? This one was uh, it, was right. a, it was a Wyndham. Wyndham. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I like, I like that one. Um, and then I want your opinion on if I'm getting too cute on a couple of these. I haven't bet these yet, but I want to. <laughs> So I want to bet Kucher over Ricky. I think you're playing a dangerous game. Okay. All right. It's minus 110. Kucher might be cooked. Came in second here last year. That, that's a year ago. Okay. I'm just saying. Just no, saying. he didn't. That, that wasn't. Is he? Yes, it was. No, that was two years ago he was second. Last was year, Fina was second. 
oh, yeah, he lost, he in lost playoff. in the playoff. Now, Kucher lost to Adam Scott two years ago before COVID, which seems like a billion years ago. That yeah, does seem like a billion years ago. Okay, yeah. so fine. But Ricky's – all right, fine. I'll just leave it off. It's fine. I got enough juice. I got enough action, rather. Um, what do you think about – so I've already targeted Finau with Watson. Do you like – well, I've already laid the Watson bet. So the Watson one, I've already laid my, uh, even, even money over Finau. And then I could get Gooch over Tony at minus 120. I think it's reasonable. Okay. So double yeah, if down. You just wanna, if you just want to bully Tony Finau this week, I think I, I like Gooch this week. I think a lot, a lot of people do, but I don't mind it. And then Hadwin over HV3 and I'm getting, I'm getting plus, uh, 110. So here's the problem. I think. Adam Hadwin's about to – I think the expiration date's coming quick. Is it? He's been good the he's last been good here, two weeks. He's been good here, though. I know. He has been good here. I'm just saying that he's been good the last two weeks, and it's Adam Hadwin. At some point, it's going to come to an end. It's still HV3. Okay. Well, HV3 did just win recently. I, I know. know. And he was coming off that. And he sucked last week. No. HV3 actually, I think a couple of years ago, was in the mix. He was in the mix, and he put it in the woods on the left-hand side. I had money on him. Well, he, to- he topped it on 10. That's yeah. really why he lost. That's true. But I, I remember looking for the ball on the left-hand side. It was breaking my heart. I guess, I guess this is my general PSA. I would be very careful about Adam Hadwin this week. Okay. That's it. Right. That's it. But if you if you just want to take him in a matchup where he's just got to be one guy, yeah. fine. All right. And then I already on, know. On, on paper, it makes sense. I already know your answer on these next two that I'm going to be getting too cute, but I want to take Molinari, who you already told me yesterday or 20 minutes ago you don't like, uh, uh, over uh, Tigala at plus 115. I like him. It was fucking great. Like I like I could like unbelievable dude to root for, stud. But who knows how he's going to come off after playing so well? Um, Molinari, Cali course, home course. I'm getting plus money on public sentiment. I, I, I got this is a public sentiment like line, right? I guess Molinari is one of fucking major. What's Molinari been doing lately? So he had T six at Amex. Yeah, sucked at Farmers, sucked at Phoenix. Hmm. T eight. What last year? Mm-hmm. That was when he was playing good. Yeah, he plays good at California courses. I mean, I'm getting plus money on public sentiment. Then what happened to Tory two weeks ago? That Tory's not his course. Fine, it, you're hell bent on Molinari. You are take locked on him. Fine, just go with it. I'm not take locked on him. You are. But, you're. T- no, this is not the first time you've gone down Molinari road. <laughs> you are take locked on this. Maybe it's because I feel like he owes me money. From when his soul got burnt into the maybe <laughs> into the god maybe I, hey look Molinari's been very friendly to me. I had him at the Open when he won. I had him at Arnold Palmer when he won. Like yeah. Molinari's good for me, but I, I don't think I need to try right. and squeeze more money. Yeah. Off I him. just feel like I'm going to fade public sentiment. I'm getting plus money on a more proven golfer than the right? So that, that's it. That's my take. Coming, that. coming off a big, I get it. Yeah, so that's that's my take on that. I'm getting plus money on that, and then. Uh, I'm going against my nemesis. I'm taking Leishman over Casey, and I'm laying laying 120. Okay. I won't. <laughs> All right, fine. It's Casey. It's fucking Paul Casey. You know how I he looks so good in the sad page, and I almost tried to like shoehorn him somewhere. I think I said a couple weeks ago. Who was I talking about? Oh, Alex Norin. I think yeah. it like Amex. I'm like that's just a loser pick. <laughs> I, I think Casey's a loser pick this week. 
Yeah, fine, good. Maybe great. that's your, maybe that's your very big short. No, I like your big short. Big short, okay. fine. All right, yeah. I'm just. You want to do a double big short? That's fine. No, I'm just. We can go Baron's I'm, terms. Baron's I'm, I'm just. <laughs> so I only had one. You're gonna hate this. What? So Rom is still getting a ton of respect yeah. on the matchups. So JT was getting one and a half strokes on Rom at minus one oh five. Oh, I don't hate that. I okay. Mean, that's the I mean like I'm fading a, a, your boy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Objectively, like that's a fucking good line. Yeah. Like I think he's good. I think JT's gonna do well this week. I'm getting I a do. shot and a half. Yeah. Like I think JT's gonna finish like top eight this week. So that means Rom's gotta finish like fifth or top five pretty much to beat it. So and I almost got even odds on the shot and a half too. Like sometimes you get those shot and a halves and they're like minus one forty. Yeah. This is I, I look up like I'm gonna almost even odds. Like Yeah. I like that. Okay. That's the only other one I was on. Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. Why don't we take it on our break and we'll start breaking down positional props. All right. Well, listen, today I'm excited to announce Manscaped has launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's not for your private pats. Uh, I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit uh, for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist and now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with promo code SGP. Listen, we all know that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best for the precise trim below the waist, Mrs. Kappa definitely knows that. So listen, uh, if you want to, if you want to keep going on that, uh, but now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped premium deodorant and not the one for your balls, but for your stanky armpits. The deodorant dries clear and is lumen free and smells like their signature scent. Hydrating body moisturizer have tattoos or issues with dry skin. It is designed to keep the skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. I know you guys are not using enough moisturizer. I got a wife and four daughters, and they constantly tell me to use it. I never would have used it if I didn't live in a house full of females. So get on it, boys. Um, to lather you up, uh, body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt. Shower, shower, shower gel, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappas feeling moist. That's four products plus a free gift inside the premium collection. What a score. All these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. So the best ingredients with zero compromise. I recommend using these products in this order. And if you, if I need to tell you this, you guys, you guys need to get more help than just Manscaped, okay? Get in the shower first. Use the body scrub. Then you shampoo your hair. Then you dry off. Then you use the body moisturizer. Then you put the deodorant on. And then you put the lip balm on. I don't care if you get dressed after or not. So you can wear one great scent all day. Get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves and you get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle. Thanks to Manscaped. All right. Let's go positional props. Where do you want to start? You want to start with top tens or twenties? I don't care wherever you want to go. I'm not excited about any of these this week. All right. Let's start with top tens. Why don't you go first? 
Uh, so I only have two right now. Okay. I kind of want to talk through like tonight with you on the earliest show on this one. But right now, I'm just, I literally just went, all right, let's just go with the Aussie narrative. Let's go both. I like Leishman to win. So I'm going to go ahead and take Leishman at plus 350. No dead heat. And then, uh, Cam Smith, uh, I wanted to bet him. That was somebody who I wanted to bet, but I didn't like the number. And then it got steamed by the time I was even thinking about pulling it. And it dropped so much. So just give me top 10, Cam Smith, plus 200, no dead heat. Man, they both got good course history here. These guys are really good around the green, man. And I feel like they're familiarity with, you know, the Kukulia Rough and this course. Like, yeah, I like those guys for top 10s. Okay. All right. I'm going to trust my read and Justin Thomas that whenever he has a really embarrassing putting week, and everybody says he can't putt. He does bounce back the next week or the next performance. So, and if the ball striking is going to be really good, uh, I like him a lot this week. He's missed the cut in his last two here, but I think he has a couple other top tens. Like, so maybe he's due for a little bit of regression. Top 10 plus 190 for JT. Like that. And I'm also on Cam Smith top 10. I also wanted to bet Cam Smith. The, what held me back was, is Cam Smith really winning twice in four events? I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to because he might there's so much time gap between the two that really it's been it's about a month and a, it's been 45 days. That's a long time. That's, hey, what's he played? That's, once? A sh- that's a short amount of time. Ago. But what's he played once since then? And he missed the cut. No, he played, off. No, he, he played uh, Sony. He missed the cut. And he played Saudi. Finished T four. Saudi. So he might just be really good. I mean, I made this case. I remember when Jeff Nagel. He was like, "Why did?" Everybody bet oh, Cam yeah, Smith, and I sent him like a three thousand word email about it. I know <laughs> Cam Smith just might be like, I'm not saying he's elite, but I think there's some things about his oh, game that he, he absolutely could be might elite. be starting to trend in Too a elite good trend. Yeah, direction. How old is he? He's what? He's twenty eight. Twenty eight. He's been around. He's been around a while. He was a really good Australian amateur. Yeah. Like he was winning. I think the Australian PGA when he was like early 20s down he there. He lives like, down the street from my house. Yeah, he goes to Jack's Beach all the time. It, I saw, I, I, there was a video of his house, I think, uh, on oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I saw so, it. He lives, I, I know where that's at. He lives like, he lives probably like 10 minutes from me. I'm going to have to try to get him on the pod. How's that? So, I mean, and, and Riviera is a good course for him because not only is he great on and around the greens, his iron game is now really so, good. And he's, he's longer been, off the tee. And he's, he's actually gaining strokes off the tee now. So, and the Saudi event, that wasn't a bullshit event. I mean, it was a BS event for a lot of reasons, but, but not for as strength, far as the actual the field, golf, yeah. yeah, it was not a BS event. It was actually a very tough uh, golf course, too. It was firm. He might be just really good. I didn't bet him outright, but I love the top 10 out of him, plus 260. And that's and that was it. That was the only top 10. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Top 20s. So why don't I kick it off first? Yeah. So last week, I did very well. With those football bets, uh, John Rom got dead heat into oblivion. I lost money on that, but JT top twenty, JT top thirty. The problem with doing that at this event, I don't have as much confidence in the consistent course history at Riviera like other ones. Like, like I may mention earlier, like Rory sucked last year, JT sucked last year, Bryson sucked last year. Like sometimes it just happens here. Yeah. So the only one I liked. Was DJ top 20 minus 106, which I feel like that's kind of trappy. It was trappy. We talked about this. Yeah. 
So I didn't go as happy as I did last week on the JT stuff because it was a Super Bowl. That almost didn't work out either. So we say that, but it almost didn't work out for like an hour and a half. Like, it, but it, but then it did. <laughs> like that's but all. that was an hour only, and a half on a Saturday. But that was the only one. Like DJ's the only one I kind of trust just based on his course. I mean, I don't think he's finished worse than 16th here. What's Rom's juice for a top 20 here? Oh, they juiced it up. I think they learned their lesson last week. So I didn't do that. Uh, I just hit DJ there. Um, so Zalatoris, I think my hold up with him, I mean, we have the FOMO bet. There, it's difficult to finish inside the top 10 three times in a row on the PGA Tour. No. Do we think he's that caliber? Like, that's really safe for the top guys. And I know he's really good. I know he's a good ball striker. I think he's going to struggle on the greens. And, and at Riviera, you're, where you finish on the leaderboard is more dictated how you putt more than other places. So I got just top he's 20 a, plus 150 on him, and I'm just going to settle a, at that. A, yeah, he's a good lag putter, man. I know, but I don't know. Okay. I I I, th- I worry about him this week. With all the attention on him, I think it's going to be like a T14 finish, and that's actually the play is the top 20. I like it. And then I backed up my Fitzpatrick outright uh, with a top 20 plus 210. And then Taylor Gooch. I, I talked about – I don't – actually, you know what? I didn't talk about him in the DFS show because mm-hmm. he was so steam. But I, I like him a lot this week. I know he's popular, but what I like about Gooch is – yeah, I know at Phoenix it didn't end well for him, but that was also a golf course that he had historically struggled at. Yeah. Like, I think his best finish was like a T61 and two missed cuts. So the fact he actually played well last week at a golf course that he never had good success at, I think that's actually really encouraging. Well, and now he's not he ca- paired up with Kevin Knott. As long okay, as, did but, we check the tee times to make sure he's not paired up with seen, Knott? I haven't seen a tee time yet. So, but now we have, um, at a golf course he's good at, at a golf course that favors his strengths, he's a really good iron player, really good scrambler, he's a good putter on POA. That's a better combination than last week where he had to be really good off the tee and, you know, he had, had really good overseeded, you know, putting stats. I mean, I, I think top 20 plus 220 is reasonable for him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's not paired up with Kevin Na. All right. Who's he paired up with then? Uh, so I found Na first. Um, Na was paired up with Matt Jones and uh, Damon. All right. So no one we care about. No, not what we care about. Hold on. Yeah, Gucci. Kind of, kind of oh, this is this is a little scary though. He's t- he's he's teed up with EVR and Ches Reevee. Whatever. That's fine. that's a lot of bad. That could be a lot of bad visuals for the Gooch man. What do you mean bad visuals for the Gooch man? You know how you, get, you just watch somebody shank it to the right and you got to get up on the box next. Oh, you know, I actually kind of like EVR. EVR's been playing good lately. Yeah, I, I kind of like him. Whatever. All right, fine. All right. Why don't we take a break and we'll uh. You going with the props. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, there are never enough things to gamble on. And the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, and now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play for free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard and win as much as 15K with one entry. You don't know anything about horses? Don't worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build the best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDo.com, and multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the U.S. So 
Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your play, or invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in the stable. And we will see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, and win. All right. Why don't we go over first-round leaders? We haven't really dived in intensely on that last couple of terms because, like, um, I mean, we've been on multi-course rotations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So last week we hit one though. KHC, you did. Let's you go. did hit one last week. So why don't we keep the trend going? So here's here is the trend at Riviera. Yep. With a with a caveat. Caveat. So up until last year, I think for the last ten Genesis or it was Northern Trust, whatever the last ten events of Riviera. Yes. If you start at least a guy who started or. uh had a share of the lead after round one, start on 10, which makes sense because there are two par fives on the back. The 10th is, if, as long as you don't ping pong it, you know, over the bunkers and everything, that's a birdie hole. You can get off to a really good start. And then you carry your momentum. One is the easy hole. Like once you make the turn, that's like in our birdie. And then you just got to hang on for eight holes. Well, then I think it was looking for good for all of us. And then Sam Burns started on one in the afternoon. Uh, that's, that's another thing. Uh, I think like nine of the last like 14 have been in the morning. He started one in the afternoon, crapped on everybody. So go back to the trend though. Uh, start on 10, start in the morning. Yep. Pick your guys there. All right. Yep. Capper, since you're the first on leader savant, <laughs> what do you got? It is weird. Like I, like I, what do you think? Right? Like one, one out of every four of these, probably something like that. Like one out of six, which is a very good clip. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, if you're in an outright at once every six tournaments, you're, Doing really good. So yeah. you're in a first round leader, which is basically the same mods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes better. <laughs> the, um, all right. So I actually, I grabbed a couple guys in the afternoon started off 10 with Lanto because of his course history here and a nice long number. Um, everybody's numbers are going to be different. Check them on your own book, man. Like I, I hate when I say the first round leader numbers based off of my offshore. Um, cause they're usually like sometimes they're like as much as like 20 points lower. Um, the only person. I think it's the only one that I took going off in the morning on one was Munez because I bet him every time and uh, he's he's deep deep and then I took Keegan because I always take fucking Keegan going off at ten in the morning Fitz uh, going off ten in the morning Thomas Peters couldn't take him on an outright didn't want him in didn't want him in DFS I'll get him off, going off in the morning the aforementioned Taylor Gooch uh, Jordan Spieth because you got to take a couple of these shorter guys who are really good who are going off on ten. Because there's nothing more irritating than taking like a mid to long shot guy and somebody who you bet outright and that you know is really good and that has done first and has hit first round leader multiple times and then watching him go up and do it and you're not even to get a piece. Um, and, and Speed has actually pretty middling odds at this point. Same thing with Cam Smith. Those are the two shortest guys I took. I got Leishman, Tringali, and then I took Burns again just because fuck it. He did it last year and now he's actually going off at 10 in the morning. Well, why not back to back first round leader years? Let's go. All right, that would be a good slump buster for him if he could uh, get things right. That would be nice. All right, uh, while we finish up with some other props, I'll go since you just did a lot of talking there. So, yeah. And I don't have uh, any other props. That's it. So, All right, well, then perfect. Um, <laughs> so usually I pepper the top 40s, um, but because it's only a 120-man field, I actually went down to top 30s this week, which I, I liked a lot of the odds there. So a lot of these guys I already mentioned, 
in the DFS show as far as guys I like. Usually what I like doing is if I see a bunch of guys in the $7,000 range I like, usually I, that's where I go for the top 30s or top 40s and everything. So uh, while we kick it off, Jason Kokrak, you know, we had a long discussion. Uh, well, not a long discussion, but I think I surprised my co-host about his bunker play and that it's actually not as terrible as maybe his degenerate Swiss cheese brain remembers. Uh, top 30 for Jason Kokrak, plus 150. He's got a top five here. He was in the mix last year here. And I just, I, I think he's just a better player now. So I like him. Uh, I backed up my Leishman outright with a top 30, a plus 170. I like that too. I think plus 170. I know. I just so think gross. I know. We're for a top 30. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's gross. It's fucking yeah. good. It's a great number for a fucking top 30. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's dead heat rules, but I have faith in Leishman. I think he clears that, you know, and he's, it's comfortably in there and I'll just take the 30 placement, uh, conservative, you know, route there. So, uh, I didn't have a Luke list just because he was so popular that, you know, in the DFS, I didn't mention, but I mean, everything you could like about him, he won Tory. I mean, and if you liked him at Tory, you're going to like him here. I think he's been pretty good here too. I think his course history is okay. Yeah, it's 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 good. He's getting 1.1 strokes per round overall at Riviera. Um, he had a bad week last week at Phoenix. I'm just going to go back to him at plus 170 for a top 30. Uh, Cameron Tringali, we both like him for DFS. I like him for a top 30 plus 175. Um, I mean, he's been, I think he has like seven top 30s in his career there, and he's been doing really well on harder golf courses. So like them. Um uh, I'm a little worried Thomas Peters is going to have the step up in competition and Peter maybe, out. Yeah, Peter out. <laughs> but he does have a second place finish here, so that's good. And I just believe in the kid. I've always yeah. believed in the kid. I, 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 He was, even when the U.S. just kicked the shit out of Europe at the 2016 Ryder Cup, I was impressed by young Belgian Thomas Peters and the Rory McIlroy team. That was actually a pretty fun team to watch, especially when they just – just eviscerated Brooks and DJ on Saturday. Just wiped the floor. That was a fun thing to watch on the Euro side. I mean, healthy U.S. was up like 80 to nothing. But <laughs> anyways, I've always liked Thomas Peters. It seems like he's like his and all my stats have his Euro data in there. It's awesome. It's so, so good. So yeah. uh, I, so I, I'm just going to go with him for a top three plus 75. Matt McNeely, just, I just, like, he got punted down the odds boards because of an okay performance of Pebble, but everybody was on him. I got for a top 30 plus 190. Like, again, like, he's been hitting the ball good. He hit the ball fine to Pebble. It was his putting that let him down. He's great putting on Poa. I know he did do well last year at Riviera, but that was his first time, and I think he's a better player now. Maybe he goes a little better. I, I think that's a nice expectation for him. And then Christian Bazain, who top 30 plus 230. I think he just is kind of like a top 30, top 40 machine at these harder golf courses. So if I can get over two to one on him for a top 30 at a golf course, and he's playing really well lately too. And with that, and as far as some top 40s, I kind of went a little deeper with it. I mean, not really deep, but like for top 40s, it's, it usually is hard pressed to find anything over two to one you like. Aaron Rye, top 40 plus 240. He played really well at Torrey. I think he can do it well again here. Sebastian Munoz, top 40 plus 270. He's been playing good. He's been okay here. And then Doug Ginn, just course familiarity. He played well. And maybe just it's because I was so impressed watching him at Riviera back in 2017. I feel like I just owe it to him to bet him top 40 at plus 290 this week. I know he missed the cut last year, but he's been playing good. He's been cranking out cuts. So almost three to one for a top 40 for Doug Ginn. Let's go. 
Let's go. I like it. All right. All right. Well, before we get to our one and done here, let's just go ahead and talk about Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defy the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters fell one game short, unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on Prop Swap. Prop Swap made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets, like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for 1500 bucks on Prop Swap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country. You'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. So hurry up and go download the app today. It's got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets, a free activity feed to stay in the know, a loyalty rewards program that turns your tickets into bonus cash, and a first deposit match uh, when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and they will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the Royal Sports Bettors on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGP on app. Uh, the app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app or an, the app review and download the SGPN app today. Uh, all right. Well, I was going to say you go first, but that was a lot of talking. So I'll go first. Uh, one, I mean, we'll make this real quick. Um, I think Rory's just going to win this week. Okay. And this is a big money event. And even if he like, comes in like third or fourth, that's a lot of money. I just feel good about him. I think the win, I think he's due for a win. He's come so close. I mean, he won back into the fall. We see him. I think it makes it, we seem like he hasn't won forever and he won twice yeah. last year. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with Roy McElroy one and done. I'm burning him this week. Okay. I'm going to kind of take the same approach. I'm going to go with Rom though. I'm going to fire, okay. I'm going to fire my Rom bullet. I feel like he's already been used a little bit in the one and dones. Um, hey man, I just feel like he's due and, uh, yeah, that's it. I just I got the feeling this week. I can't bet him at seven to one. I want to use him, so that's what we're okay. gonna use him bet. All right, look, Rom can win, but only if he beats JT in a playoff to cash my matchup. Okay, that's right. That's fine. Fine. <laughs> well, I was gonna use JT, but I feel like I want to use him somewhere else, and I can see a couple other spots where I want to use Rom, but I feel like a lot of like I feel like people are gonna save Rom for that shit. So mm-hmm. no, I I think JT's like a T6 this week. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, no, I, I, I think taking ROM at a big money event, totally fine with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got anything else, brother? No, that's it. Let's, uh, you know, good luck with everybody's bets this week. Right. All right. Well, listen, you know where to find Steve, man. Go find all his fucking awesome articles over at sportsgamingpodcast.com and go find him in the Slack channel. We, uh, his, the link is at the bottom of all his articles or any of the other great articles over on sportsgamerpodcast.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, boss underscore capper, and uh, uh, back-to-back podcasts. So uh, that's it. Fuck it. Let's go break the books. Let's go. 